Meeting with any investment. This program is being brought to you by Cornerstone Consulting in Tampa. You're listening to the best of Empowering Small Business with Dave Kaufman. This is Empowering Small Business with Dave Kaufman and Todd Saylor. If you want to talk to Dave and Todd, call them at 373-1220. That's 373-1220. Now, here are Dave and Todd. Good morning, radio people. My name is Dave Kaufman, and this is the Empowering Small Business Show. Todd Saylor is not here. Todd Saylor is recovering from his surgery, and I have a funny story to tell you about Todd. But before we tell that story, I want to introduce to you my new co-host for the day, Mr. John Michalidis. Thank you for having me, David. Awesome. And you're no stranger to the radio. You've been on the show, or not this show, but uh, several other shows uh, plenty of times. He's but uh, He's yeah, beamed around the world. That's right. <laughs> Real property management uh, is your company. And uh, why don't you tell the, tell the world a little bit about what you do? Real Property Management of Sarasota in Manatee is a residential property management company. We, we service annual rentals, so we don't do seasonal or vacation. So our client is someone who owns a rental property house, condo unit, or small multi-unit building that needs it rented up and managed. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit more about your business. And uh, I brought you in because you're a subject expert in today's subject. It's called the MVP, the mission, vision and purpose of a company. And as I was thinking about who can I get to co-host this show that knows a lot about what we do. And you're the first person that popped in my mind because you have you have figured this out and uh, you have a great um, mission, vision and purpose. In fact, we have it right here in front of us, but we won't get into it before that. But Sprinkles is in the studio. Hey, Sprinkles. Hey, everybody. John, I want your autograph later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's I need he's, he's I need an that. author. He's he's famous. He's, he's, he's the real deal. <laughs> That's really gossip. And he lives right here in Sarasota. What? Yeah. He's, uh, he wrote, you, this is your second book? Um, this, I have a chapter. See that little face? That's wow, me. That's I awesome. have a chapter in Howard's latest book, and then I have another book, real estate-related book. Not uh, Anyway. I've seen your signs. You're, you're embarrassing me. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's humble too. He's humble. All right. So first, before we get into that, let's talk about some top news headlines. Here it is: Global cyber attack disrupts shipper FedEx, UK health system. A global cyber attack leveraging hacking tools widely believed by researchers to have been de- developed by the U.S. National Security Agent, the NSA. That's the people that like frisk you at the Good airport. Time. Yeah. Yeah, hit international shipper FedEx, disrupted Britain's healthcare system, and infected computers in nearly 100 countries this past Friday. Crazy. Yeah, crazy stuff. Um, with a threat of tapes, Trump tells ousted FBI chief not to talk to media. Guys, what do y'all think about that whole deal? <laughs> and, and the circus continues. Yeah, yeah. Comey, he gone. Did you see that video with Melissa McCarthy on the podium in the streets of New York City? No, I did not. <laughs> Spicer, it was actually really funny. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. that. Yeah, Donald Trump warned ousted FBI Director James Comey on Friday not to talk to media, a highly unusual move that prompted fresh charges. The president is trying to silence the man who led an investigation into possible collusion, which has been proven over and over and over. There is no collusion between Trump's election campaign and Russia. 
Uh, speaking of Russia, Kremlin says may retaliate against U.S. overexpulsion of Russian diplomats. Russia may retaliate against the United States for the Obama administration expulsion of 35 Russian diplomats it said were spies. A top Kremlin aide said on Friday. You mean we have spies and Russia has spies? I just yes. unbelievable. <laughs> Who knew? Unbelievable. And they spy on each other? Is this I, news? No I mean, way. Come on. No way. That's what spies used to do. So I guess they still. I do thought it. we ended that when we got when Al Gore invented the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and but global warming brought it all back. Yeah, exactly. I see, I exactly. See. Yeah. Wells Fargo bogus account ballooned to 3.5 million. Huh? What? How can a bogus account balloon to three point? That's not bogus. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> explain that. That is a true to life, real, real, real account. I right? would like one of those. Bogus I know. Accounts. Me too. Yeah, can I have one of those bogus <laughs> balloon accounts? I'm gonna. I, I, y'all dare me to walk into Wells Fargo today and say, Please. "Can I get one of those bogus balloon accounts?" <laughs> I will join you. <laughs> yeah, Wells Fargo and Company may have opened as many as three point five million unauthorized customer accounts. Jeez. Far more than previously estimated. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's where they were incentivizing their salespeople that if you don't open so many accounts, you're going to get fired or what, not going to get your bonus. So they were just opening accounts to uh, keep upper management happy, apparently. And can I say something based on bogus news? Yes. Uh, actually, our local congressman, Vern Buchanan, on yes. Thursday evening, he had uh, 200 protesters were in front of his district office in Sarasota and they had fake tombstones, and they were laying as though they were laying in graves because of his health care vote recently in Congress. 200 people with fake tombstones. Absolutely ridiculous. That is so compelling. Gosh. I think I'm going to jump to the other side because 200 <laughs> yeah. people. That's put, too much. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. strange. One person with a fake tombstone is too much. I, you know, I, I just wish people would... Get over it and, and understand out. that Trump is the president and Trump is not your traditional candidate. He's not going to do things traditionally. He's going to do it his way. Right, right. I, I, Let's I, see what happens. I find that um, offensive uh, that um, nobody's considering the real tombstones and how they feel about exactly. these fake tombstones. It's right. a joke of it. Yeah, like, I don't know. You know, people people are awful. so insensitive. And my friends who work in the office are, are yeah, staring they, down. They, they really are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, we're on Facebook Live, and if you can see us or can hear or can't hear us, let us know. Somebody just messaged me and said that um, they're not a, they're not able to watch us live. Are you on my Facebook page or your Facebook? Okay. Um, Ivan Lap, go to my Facebook. We page. We have people already talking to us on awesome. here, saying hi to you. Awesome. Well, hi everybody on Facebook. It's great. Let's get back to the news, uh, and then we're going to do the uh, uh, word of the day. Eric here shortly. Uh, so high-profile SNAP stakeholders revealed in filings. Some of the biggest U.S. mutual and hedge funds, including Daniel Loeb's Third Point, and oh, that's not interesting. Let's, let's, that's Snapchat. Are you all on Snapchat, any of you? No. I'm purposely not because I know I'll be addicted. No, I'm not. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I just bought a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just oh, had, I just had somebody tell me that I need to be on Snapchat. So I was like, okay, well, you let me need, go check it. We need, need, we need to yes. get you Snapchat, but it's a need. dick Yeah, and so I, I go on it and look at it, and it's like it's nothing but kids putting little it's ears and whiskers on people and, and changing their voice, and I'm like, 
Why do I need to be on How Snapchat? How can this benefit my business? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How can it benefit deal? your life? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But here's the deal. Over 400 million people watched a video yesterday on Snapchat. Wow. Isn't it like a video yeah, Twitter? It is. Yes. It's yeah. a video Twitter. And, and while right now I don't need it, but if you're looking to be relevant in 10, 15 years. Right. Yeah, but I'm not. I want to be completely irrelevant in 10 years. And I will be. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee it live on air that I will be irrelevant in 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, let's just say that I don't want to be. This is the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be irrelevant in 10 years. So so the argument for people, and these are people that I admire, like. uh, Grant Cordone, mm-hmm. oh. and uh, who's the real estate Adam guy? Adam Putnam just announced for governor, and he has a great Snapchat already, I have to really? say. Really? Yeah. 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 And so there is a whole business side of it, and so it depends on how you use it. But if you're looking to be relevant to a specific market called millennials, it, exactly. in 10 years, you need to be on Snapchat. I'm in the so, last year of being a millennial. Oh, uh, really? Old. Wow. I'll have to wow. get my people to look into it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm turn gonna on turn. That I'm gonna turn my Snapchat <laughs> yeah. over to. Let me Michaels. open my StarTac phone now. <laughs> I got a call coming in. Hold on. Yeah, is that a flip phone you have? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so bottom line, I'm on Snapchat. So Snapchat me up. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I don't know. That's a term. Uh, but don't don't send me any little fluffy ear bunnies and stuff like that. I yeah uh, yeah Snapchat. Yep. Uh, protesting pensioners, uh, pensioners throw punches in latest Venezuelan unrest. Wait a second. Say that again. No, don't make me. Protesting pensioners is what it says. Elderly Venezuelan protesters on Friday threw punches and yelled curses at riot police blocking the latest in six weeks of demonstration against President Nicolas Morado's socialist government. So, ah, all right. Um, did y'all hear about the uh, Russian uh, jet that flew really close to another U.S. Navy uh, aircraft? No way. The Russian jet came as close as 20 feet oh to the gosh. American aircraft and remained that close for five minutes. Wow. They were in formation. They were in formation. It, was, pilot. it yeah. was bringing bringing the nations together. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, In a, a display of unity. But somehow, I don't think the military took it that way. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of a, an aggressive thing. But, hey, listen, it's time to uh, move on. Eric, how many, how many more minutes do we have in this segment? I Totally lost segment. Like two minutes. Okay, perfect. Um, and here we go. Anti-Trump vandals invade Trump golf course, attack trees with chainsaws. How could Why you trees? attack a tree? Is it fair to say that if they're anti-Trump, they're liberals? Is that fair? Or they're just uh, annoying. We'll make it fair. <laughs> Get over yeah. it. Well, there's but plenty thought, of people that don't liberals. like Trump of all persuasion. Well, right. so. that, is true. <laughs> That's true. that is true. So I can't say that, you know, how can a liberal attack a tree? Anyway. Uh, in the latest, Was it a real tree? Or yeah, no, they tree? have pictures. They actually have pictures that right is, here. Oh, what's uh, the point of that? Oh, Vandals man. took a chainsaw to at least four trees at a Trump golf course mm. in the Bronx. But a tree, it's a living, Did it they helps bury us breathe. The trees under fake mm. tombstones. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. They took them to first. People, oh. just get over it. You know, whatever happened to the good American spirit that we're going to support our president, we have become so selfish and so into our own thing that we can't even see the good of the country anymore, and I'm sick of it. Yep. 
Mm. That's, wow. That's how I really feel. Wow. Mm. Doctors issue warning after man contracts horrifying parasite from sushi. John, do you like sushi? A horrifying parasite, yes. not a and kind, benevolent <laughs> parasite. <laughs> there's, there's, there's actually pictures. Because I don't mind the kind, benevolent right, parasites exactly. that I get from sushi. Yeah, totally. no <laughs> Matter of fact, I've got one right here. <laughs> I do love sushi, though. I, I, love, I love sushi, but after you see these pictures, you oh, may or may dear. not want to. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. probably don't want to. I'm dying to hear about that couple you were telling us about earlier. Yeah, after a man and Lisbon, Portugal, so at least it wasn't here in Florida, was violently sickened by the Japanese delicacy. According to the British journal BMG Case Reports, the healthy 32-year-old man was admitted to a hospital after suffering severe abdominal pain, vomiting, and a low-grade fever for a week. When questioned by the medical staff, the patient revealed that he had recently eaten sushi, which led physicians to believe he may have a disease called, oh man, what is this word? Anisakisis. That's a Greek guy. He, he owns a diner downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I know Anisakisis. Oh, right. You're yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. And do y'all know what time it he is? He owes me money. Where is he? Right, yeah. You know what time it is right I know now? What time it is. It's time for. The word of. <laughs> it is time for the word of the day. All right. What's the word of the day, Sprinkles? Okay, pray I'm pronouncing this right, but it's hobble de hoy, H-O-B-B-L-E-D-E-H-O-Y, hobble de hoy. Dave, what do you think it means? Hobble de hoy. I know exactly what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Because because I know German, okay? Hobble de hoy, that means hobble de hoy, is that right? Yeah. Hoy in German is hay, so hobble is like you you use a pitchfork and you hobble the hoy. You 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 put the hoy in the manger, like you you feed the horse. That's okay. what. It, that's what it, yeah. <laughs> yep. John, what do you think? Hobble de hoy. Well, I know for a fact because I studied Mandarin for years, and hobble <laughs> is actually hobble, and um, de hoy. So this means, um, honey, bring me a sandwich. Oh, well, that was really profound. It's actually Mm. really weird. It's an awkward teenager, one who is perpetually ungainly and uncertain. What teenager isn't uncertain? (laughs) Debating life. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't speak English. I don't either. I used to be hobbledehoy. All right. Well, that was a great word of the day. Thank you for playing. Well, you know, I do what I can. Absolutely. All right. It's time to go on a break. Hey, listen, if you want to talk to either John McAleetis, myself, or Sprinkles, the number to call is 373-1220. We'd love to hear from you. a gift on their birthday. Join the Biz Birthday Club by clicking the Birthday Club banner at am1380thebiz.com and we'll make sure you receive a special email happy birthday from your friends here at the Biz. Along with our greetings and well wishes, you'll receive coupons for free gifts. The Biz Birthday Club. Join today by clicking the Birthday Club banner at am1380thebiz.com. Sponsored in part by Sun Country Cleaners and The Bullet Hole. So... What would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. 
So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either. And that is a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Melberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. The summer sales challenge is on at Brandon Automobile Fiat by Ed Morris. Mark Wamsley here, general manager. And we're challenging all other dealers to give you the lowest payments on new Fiats. Like a Fiat 500 for only $2.29 a month. $2.29 a month. Now that's a knockout. The summer sales challenge is on during the drive and discovery event. Visit EdMorrisFiat.com. Approved credit, 36-month lease, $34.99 down, 10,000 annual miles, plus tax tag title fee, zero security deposit, expired. This program is being brought to you by Cornerstone Consulting in Tampa. You're listening to the best of Empowering Small Business with Dave Kaufman. And welcome back to the Empowering Small Business show with Dave Kaufman and John Michalidis. And Sprinkles is in the room. All right. Welcome back, lady and gentlemen. And um, happy Mother's Day weekend, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Be sure to go out there and uh, give your mother a big hug and a kiss if you can. If and not, get the woman a card and some flowers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. My, my wife and I took um, our moms out to dinner last night because Sunday we won't be able to. And um, after a big meal at Rosebud's, delicious Rosebud's, go there. Um, but they brought this tray with desserts. And uh, my mother-in-law bought a piece of carrot cake that I kid you not was like, can you see me? This big. It was one piece of carrot cake. (laughs) We sold one-tenth shares in this carrot cake to the surrounding tables, and we made $460. (laughs) <laughs> I told you a million times to quit exaggerating. <laughs> it was a $12 piece of carrot cake, man. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. It was huge, and wow. it was delicious. I yeah. had a bite. I had well, a bite. I, brought, I bought my, wife, uh, my mom a uh, Yankee candle. Which infuriated my sister because she's like an independent candle. Oh, no. And, and, and it's not Yankee. Um, but she said, why did you not buy one for me? And I said, because y'all can't put a personalized picture of me and my mom. Uh, 
And so oh. we ha- I have this great picture of my mom and myself. And so uh, over on my phone, I put the picture on it. And they, I didn't know they did yeah, that. Yeah, personalized. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so what gift. kind of deep psychological thing? You got a yeah. picture of you and your mom, and you're going to set it on, on fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, well, we're not thinking about that. It's on the outside <laughs> of the candle. It's beautiful. I, I've got we a picture really of it. don't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day to everybody. But let's get on to the MVP, the mission, vision, and purpose. And, John, that's really why you're here is because of your mission, vision, and purpose. But let me set this up a little bit. A mission statement is one of the most important statements that you can have for your business. John, would you agree with that? Yes. It is the key document. It is the foundation onto which your business will grow or die. It is the foundational principle of everything that you do, whether it's buying or selling, hiring or firing, whether it's whatever you do, you're going to use the mission. So my rule, I have three simple rules for a mission statement. They should engage the client. The mission statement should engage the client. It should guide the employees and it should govern the business. Okay. I like it. Yeah. So um, a mission statement to me, here's the deal with mission statements. I I walk into companies, corporate America, any any company that has a mission statement. And by the way, I don't know the exact number, but I would say probably what? 40% of all companies have a mission statement. The rest of them don't. And the ones that do are 40,000 words too long. Nobody can remember them. Nobody understands them. It's crazy. It's, it's, cra- it's ludicrous. I mean, why, why not just put a picture of the president there? Right. You know? At least they'll remember. And so I want a one-sentence, hard-hitting mission statement that engages the employees, guides the, I mean, engages the clients, guides the employees, and governs the and business. just one sentence, huh? Just one sentence. Awesome. And I'm going to give you an example of my company, and then we're going to jump into John's company because, boy, he really, really got it here. Um, the mission statement for my cleaning service is to provide the most amazing cleaning experience ever, or it's free. Love it. Now, who can't remember that? Right. You know, a right. five-year-old could remember that. And we That's have awesome. it We have it tattooed on the inside of every one of our tac- uh, technicians' eyelids. So when they close it, their <laughs> eyes, they see it. It's everywhere. It's a little strange. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. A little, they, yeah, that's a pe- little overboard. People, people have <laughs> called me radical. We, we've tattooed it on the wrists of our employees. So but you should okay. not the eyelids. The, you should try it on the inside. Yeah, uh, it makes much. sense. When they sleep, they see your mission statement. But they can also remember it. It's straight to the point. It's meaningful. It's yeah. how you want to run your business. Yeah. We actually go into their house and engrave it on their bathroom mirrors. Oh, okay. now, now, that's pretty radical. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. But my point is, it has to be so ingrained into the culture of your company that everything they do, they do it by mission. If you need to buy a new car for your company, you should run it through your mission statement and say, does it help you fulfill it or does it not? Uh, If you need to hire an employee, will this employee help me fulfill my mission statement? Or will this person not help me fulfill my mission statement? Buy, sell, live and die, breathe, everything goes through the mission. So, John, talk about a mission statement. How, how, let's, first of all, how do you even begin to write a mission statement? Well, it all comes down, and, and, and you want to get your pen and paper out for this because this stuff is good. This is this stuff. is golden nugget, serious stuff. This is this is this is if if I could give you any information that will grow your business, you're about to hear it right now. 
Oh my gosh. No, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> in a nutshell, and we'll get into the minutia in a minute, but it's all about why. Mm-hmm. If you can answer the question why and come at that question why from several different angles fundamentally in the beginning it starts with why am i here Mm -hmm. why am i in business what am i trying to accomplish a variation of why so it's all about why so um do you want me to just go over some of my yeah uh, yeah because in your book the chapter that you brought the uh you have you have um what is it six questions to ask yourself to start getting the download of of why got it okay so my friend howard partridge uh his latest book howard's got i don't know how many books now but it's six he he asked me to contribute a chapter to it and i did contribute a, a chapter and my chapter is basically about the why question. So this is phenomenal success stories, the simple path from survival to significance. And my chapter basically asks six, six questions. Number one, who am I? It's, it's, it's a tough question to answer if you really think about it. Who am I? Number two, what do I stand for? Now, I want to go back to number one. Who am I? Are you talking about, you know, I'm Dave Kaufman, I own a company, or are you talking about what do I stand for? Yeah, what do I believe? Who am I? Who, who am I? Yeah. There's six billion people on the planet. Right. Who am I? Yeah. What makes me who I am and yeah. what what does it mean that I'm here? Yeah. yeah. It's a deep question. It, it really is. It reminds me of one of my mentors uh, in Georgia. You know, he would he was thirty uh, some years old when I was like sixteen. And he would come up to me and say, hey, Dave, how are you? And I'd say, oh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, just like my – and he says, no, 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 no. How are you? And it made me stop to think we give these canned answers to all of these questions. How are you? Great, man. It couldn't be better. Meanwhile, your world is falling apart. Now, I believe in being positive, but it was a great reminder for me. He said, no, 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 no. How are you? Mm-hmm. And, and you're asking the same question, and your very first question is – who are you? Well, what do I stand? Uh, who, who am I? In other words, everything's going to flow from that. If you're right. confused about who you are, second question, what do I stand for? Mm-hmm. If you're confused about who you are and what you stand for, how are you going to have a focused business? Right? You got to be secure in yourself. Uh, question three, what are my true priorities? Question four. Now we're getting business specific. Notice that the business can't be right till the leader of the business is right. Mm. Too many people think they're going to fix their business and their head is all messed up. Fix your head and then you can worry about fixing your business. First things first. So, again, I'll go through them real quick. First question is, who am I? Second question is, what do I stand for? Third question is, what are my true Priorities. Now we'll get more specific into business. Question four, why am I in business? Is it just to make money? Is it to serve a certain segment of society? Whatever it is, think it through. Why am I in business? Why am I in this particular business? Mm -hmm. So you've decided you want to be a business person. Fine. There's a whole lot of things that that could be. You could own a restaurant. You could start an airplane factory. So why am I in business period and not an academic or a scientist? I'm a business person. And then why am I in 
this particular business. And if you'd like to jump into the conversation, the number to call is 941-373-1220. When we come back, it's question number five, I think it is, with John Michalidis, Dave Kaufman on the Empowering Small Business Show. For over 30 years, Cornerstone Consulting has helped product-oriented companies implement business software to better run and manage every aspect of their organization. Specializing in solutions for distribution and manufacturing businesses, the expertise and experience that the Cornerstone team brings, coupled with award-winning SAP Business One software solutions, will empower your organization to meet the demands of today and tomorrow. Let Cornerstone Consulting help you take your business to new heights. Visit cornerstone1.com. That's cornerstone1.com. Marketing used to mean the yellow pages, billboards, and broadcasting. The yellow pages have gone the way of the dodo, and capturing market share means multiple platforms from custom apps to YouTube. But still, radio reaches more clients than all of them. At 1380 The Biz, we broadcast the path to success and bring our advertisers the same. Interested? Call Steve Baltimore at 813-349-8240. Online at 1380thebiz.com. My name is Leslie, and my daughter, Lucy, goes to Christian school. For years, Faith Talk 570 and 910 has been helping Bay Area parents provide their children with an affordable private Christian school education. You know, I went to Christian school growing up, and I had wanted Lucy to go there. As I've been going back to work and trying to ramp up, having the 50% off thanks to Faith Talk has been huge for us. That's right. At ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in our area with half off the first year's tuition. It has been such a gift for her. She loves the people there, absolutely loves the teachers. They pray before each class. It's just been a blessing. Half off at ChristianTuitions.com may sound too good to be true, but it is true. Faith Talk is wonderful, and you all are considering a private Christian education and trying to really make it work. They can make it happen. Learn more and get half off your first year at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Bill Cosby's chief accuser is thanking prosecutors for taking her case after a failed a, a jury rather failed to agree on a verdict today. Lawyers for Andrea Constant issued a statement on her behalf today after the judge declared a mistrial. Prosecutors say they will still bring charges once again against the 79-year-old comedian. He does remain free on bail. London police have a tragic update today. They say now that 58 people who were in the Grenfell Tower are still missing and assumed to be dead. That includes the 30 who were already confirmed to be dead. A police commander said uh, the number is based on reports from the public. They're not exactly sure at this point exactly who was in the building. President Donald Trump thanking Japan today for its help in the ongoing search for seven Navy sailors missing after their U.S. destroyer collided with a container vessel off the coast of Japan. This is SRN News. AM 1380, the Biz, the Wall Street Business Network. Here's your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Partly sunny with a shower or a thunderstorm around this afternoon. Today's high, 89. Mainly clear tonight, low 75. Cloudy with a scattered thunderstorm tomorrow afternoon. High 89. An evening shower or a thunderstorm tomorrow night. Low 75. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Jonathan Reed for AM 1380, The Biz. 
This program is being brought to you by Cornerstone Consulting in Tampa. You're listening to the best of Empowering Small Business with Dave Kaufman. Welcome back to the Empowering Small Business Show, where it's all about the MVP, the mission, vision, and purpose. And we have John Michalidis in the studio and also Sprinkles. I'm Dave Kaufman. So you were uh, reading the questions. I think you were ready for number five, correct? Well, we did five. Why am I in this particular business? Four was why am I in business? Five is why am I in this particular business, whatever business you're in? And then last... What is the legacy I want to leave behind? Mm. You know, we're all going to be gone. Oh, wow. So are you just spinning your wheels for what and you're going to disappear? Or are you building something that lasts? So to me, those are the foundational questions that you have to ask yourself uh, chapter four in this book. Great book, by the way. Yeah, I have several um, friends that are authors. Jeremy yeah, and uh, Stephanie Overturf from in, Bradenton are on there. There's six of us besides Howard with our stories and chapters. It's, it's a good book if you're into what we're talking about today. So to me, that's foundational work before you ever start working on something like this, um, your formal business uh, purpose, vision, mission, values, and beliefs. <clears throat> yeah. So I want to. I want to. I have your um, your piece of paper here, and I want to go through it now. <laughs> so you you reverse it. I say the MVP. You have PVM. So your ultimate purpose. What is it for for your company? Real property okay, management. Okay. So this this is a, a photocopy of a big three foot by two foot poster board that's hangs in the office that everyone gets to see. It's right there in plain sight. Every employee, every client, everybody sees this. It's a daily reminder. And this is our ultimate purpose. It may not be your ultimate purpose, right? So let's be clear on that. Our ultimate purpose is to further God's kingdom through example and service. Everything flows from that. And that's where we were talking about in this book. You got to get down to the nitty gritty of who am I? Why am I? Legacy I want to leave. So that's our ultimate purpose. Right. So the purpose is why you do what you do. Everything starts general and then gets more specific more specific more specific as you go down so my or our ultimate purpose mm-hmm. further god's kingdom right example and service now we're going to start narrowing the next thing and the order of this stuff isn't so critical as that you hit all the points right so yeah. our business vision so our ultimate purpose outside of business inside of business i just gave you but our business vision is to be the most recognized name in residential property management with north, mid, and south offices serving 1,000 properties throughout Sarasota and Manatee Counties, Florida. Very specific. Right. How many times have you seen these vision statements? Well, we want to be number one and save the world. No doubt. It's so general. It's got to say what you're – it's got to be a target so you to hit. in other words, you have defined <clears throat> what success would be for your business. That's the that's the end game. That's right. the target. Yeah, that's where we're going. 
Right. And so not to say that your business is not successful right now. It is very successful, but you will know you have reached success in your business once you have accomplished that. I'll, I'll say it a little differently. To me, success is in the accomplishment. In other words, in the journey of it, the journey yeah. is what makes you who you are. The journey is what makes the company what it is. The journey is what makes the people in the company what they are. The goal is simply a target that guides the right. journey. To right. me, the journey is the most important part, actually. Right. So the vision defines where the mission is what and the purpose is why. But it all starts with those six questions. So the way I, the way I teach uh, when, I, when I do the course on uh, how to build your mission, vision, and purpose is I, I, I ask people, have you ever been to a dog race? And we got a, you know, we got the Greyhound race track right here and they have a mechanical arm with a bunny at the end of a pole. And these, the ultimate vision for these Greyhound dogs are to catch the bunny. They'll never be able to catch the bunny, but it's so compelling. It's so real and it's so close that they strive every single day to catch the bunny. In other words, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., his vision was to end racism in the world. And he knew and we know that as long as there's human beings, there's going to be racism. It's sad, but it's true. Henry Ford said a car in every garage. Well, there is no way you can have a car in every garage. Mm. My, my garage is so full that you can't put a car in it. Some people don't even have a garage. Money or the money. Or the money. So it, it, it doesn't have to be attainable, but it has to be compelling enough to create the desire to run as fast and as hard and as long as you can to reach that. My vision for the maid service was to clean every house on every street in Sarasota. Wow. And, you know, when it, it's an ambitious vision, and I know we'll never do it, but you know what? A year and a half after we had that vision, we won Best Cleaning Service in Sarasota, and we kept that title for six years straight until the uh, local newspaper decided that we're going to win forever and ever, and they took the choice out for house cleaning. Ah. Yeah, so I'd really like for them to put it back in there because we have people wanting to vote for us, but it's not, the, the choice for house cleaning is no longer available. But um, but that mission makes you strive. The, to, yeah, to the vision and mission. Do everything you, you know, can. It's, it's a marketing message as well. The whole this whole thing is a marketing message. So a vision is really, really important. And, and most companies struggle with that because they don't know what success looks like for their business. And you really need some help to uncover that. And I love this because you define what success would look like. And then we go to your mission. Now, I, I started the mission, vision, and purpose, but you started with the ultimate purpose, which I think that makes sense. But you have four mission statements, and I kind of like it. Explain why. Well, as I said, we started with the big generality, example and service, came down to business, but still the very big picture for the business. So purpose, real broad vision a little bit narrower uh, to business only but still broad and now the missions the actual execution that we're looking for to get to our vision and our ultimate purpose so in a property management business residential property management business we have four different 
constituencies as I define it, because we have owners, so we have an owner mission. We have tenants, we have a tenant mission. We have vendors, right? We use lawn guys and pool guys and plumbers. Cleaning so we, services. Cleaning services. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do Actually, use yeah, we use, they, they use our company. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so we have a vendor mission, and then we get a lot of referrals to our company. Um, so we have a referral partner mission. So I'll read off real quick. Our owner mission, real simple. We offer owners complete peace of mind. Our tenant mission We provide safe, clean, well-maintained housing. Our vendor mission, we align with like-minded vendors who deliver on our owner and tenant missions. So they support the overall missions for our clients and customers. And then our referral partner mission, we wow referral partners by making them feel like superstars. So do you see how we started real broad, then narrowed it to the business? Now we're thinking about our particular constituencies, our clients, our customers, our market segments, and what is our goal for each one of them? Very narrow. Do you review these things with your employees regularly so they keep it in the forefront of their mind? Well, this isn't meant to be a po- this isn't meant to be a poster. Right? This is meant to be a living document. Mm. So yes. when something comes up in the business, a complaint comes in, a question comes in, a situation, we look at the board and say, how does our vision, mission, purpose, values, beliefs, how do we apply that to this situation? Mm-hmm. And we say, so my question, if someone comes to me and says, I got this, 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 this what should I do? I say, first of all, I say, what do you think we should do? And they give me their answer. And then I say, does that comply with our mission, our purpose, our values, our beliefs? It does. Yeah. Then go for it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's a management document. It's not just a plaque. Yeah, we, we use it every day. So if we get, if we get a, uh, an employee, a technician that uh, may or may not be having a good day that day and want to take a shortcut and we get a complaint from a client – that's we go straight to the mission we say technician our mission is to provide the most amazing cleaning experience ever or it's free so did your actions fulfill that mission statement so we use it as a coaching tool and we really you know start allowing it to govern the business and so in our last segment coming up we want to talk a little bit more about how to implement it and how to live breathe and die and live by the mission Stay tuned. The Empowering Radio Show will be right back. For over 30 years, Cornerstone Consulting has helped product-oriented companies implement business software to better run and manage every aspect of their organization. Specializing in solutions for distribution and manufacturing businesses, the expertise and experience that the Cornerstone team brings, coupled with award-winning SAP Business One software solutions, will empower your organization to meet the demands of today and tomorrow. Let Cornerstone Consulting help you take your business to new heights. Visit cornerstone1.com. That's cornerstone1.com. 
The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. My name is Leslie, and my daughter, Lucy, goes to Christian school. For years, Faith Talk 570 and 910 has been helping Bay Area parents provide their children with an affordable private Christian school education. You know, I went to Christian school growing up, and I had wanted Lucy to go there. As I've been going back to work and trying to ramp up, having the 50% off thanks to Faith Talk has been huge for us. That's right. At ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in our area with half off the first year's tuition. It has been such a gift for her. She loves the people there, absolutely loves the teachers. They pray before each class. It's just been a blessing. Half off at ChristianTuitions.com may sound too good to be true, but it is true. They talk is wonderful, and you all are considering a private Christian education and trying to really make it work. They can make it happen. Learn more and get half off your first year at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine with TravelCats.com. And we're excited to bring you a brand new program right here on AM 1380 The Biz. Vacation Nation, where we highlight and celebrate all the great places there are for you to spend your next fun getaway. Whether you want to see faraway places across the globe or this great, big, wonderful country you live in, you don't want to miss a moment. That's Vacation Nation, Saturday mornings at 7. And again at 5. Right here on AM 1380 The Biz. This program is being brought to you by Cornerstone Consulting in Tampa. You're listening to the best of Empowering Small Business with Dave Kaufman. Good music. And welcome back to the Empowering Small Business show. I'm Dave Kaufman along with John Michalidis, our in-house guest co-host extraordinaire. Also, Sprinkles is in the room. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> All right. She's running our social media. And so, um, John, great stuff. I love your four mission statements because you have four different segments of your business. And they I looked at them during the break. Every one of them passed my test of a good mission statement. So if you radio people, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> <Relief>. made it. <laughs> yeah. So if you would like to have help with your uh, mission, vision, and purpose statement, um, I have created a four-week course that uh, if you're interested in learning how, not only are we going to tell you how to create it, we are going to help you create it. We're going to help you learn how to implement it into your business, and we're going to teach you how to live, breathe, die, hire, fire, sell, buy. Everything that you do in your business, we're going to teach you in that uh, four-week course. It starts um, June, I think it is. I'll get you all the information. But if you'd like more information, give me a call or go to my website um, or, or email me. I'm sorry, Dave Kaufman 
uh, dkaufman at empoweringsmallbiz.com, or you can call my office at uh, 941-759-3494. I'd be happy to talk with you about that. Um, so, But before we get into that, um, go into it a little bit further, I um, you have also have our core values. So not only do you have purpose, vision, and mission, but you have the core values. How do you use that in your business, John? So what we've talked about so far, going from general to specific, are things we want to accomplish, right? But but we all know that things, uh, you know, as we go through life, there are right ways to do things and wrong ways to do things. So you've got to have to have a set of core values that guide you through your mission, your vision and purpose. So our core values, again, I I don't want anyone to think, oh, wow, these are the ones and we're going to copy them. I mean, if they're yours, if copy them. But what I'm saying is think it through and come up with your own. So ours are, uh, there's three, profit at the expense of integrity is no profit at all. We do not lie. We do not cheat. We do not steal. So that's one core value that guides everything we do. Number two, we admit, we correct, and we learn from our mistakes. And then we move forward with confidence. We're human. Mm -hmm. Don't lie. Don't don't try to make excuses. Own it. 100% ownership. And number three, we expect superior performance mediocrity is unacceptable now how many of you would like to work for a company like that or would like to have a company like that work for you in in any industry and so i believe that you know we have to be intentional about your first question in the book who are you who are we? Who am I? We have to be very intentional. And then um, you have We Believe, and I love that. Um, um, Zig Ziglar has a whole page. I have it hanging up in my office. We Believe, and he lists off all of the things he believes. A uh, lot of good stuff here. Uh, John, you have you have nailed it out of the park with your mission, vision, and purpose. And so, um, yeah, congratulations. That's why you're here on the show, because I was like, who do I know in Sarasota that I can call up that knows about this? And you're my first thought that came to my mind. I was. Uh, I was Everyone else was sick. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> or on vacation. So I was. Um, I was poking around on the internet. <laughs> I was poking around on the internet, and I uh, found a blog. Uh, seven reasons why a business owner should have a mission statement. And I started reading, I was like, this is really, really good stuff. And I wanted to see who it was. And uh, all of a sudden I realized this is my buddy from Sugarland, Texas, Glenn <laughs> Smith. That Glenn is- Smith. Oh yeah. I, I was at a conference and I met him. He's really, really good. He's also a pilot. He has a V-tail bonanza. I know you know nice. John, what that is, but uh, I got, I got this and I was like, this is really, really good stuff. So go to glennsmithexecutivecoaching.com and you can look it up. But I would just want to, I want to just read it. I'm not going to make any comments, but it's really good stuff. Seven reasons why a business owner should have um, a mission statement. Number one, it determines the company's direction. A mission statement says what you do. Every day is what you do. It determines the company's direction. Number two, it focuses the company's future. Uh, 
So a mission should all, and you're a military guy, a mission, there is always a result attached to the mission, correct? Correct. They don't say just go out there and shoot anything that moves. No, they say destroy the tank. That's the result. They tell you what you do, and it focuses the company's future. Number three, it provides a template for decision-making. And that is so key. That's what I mean. It guides your employees. If your employees are out in the field and, you know, like in one of my companies, let's say that they just want to just kind of slack off a little bit and not clean the top of the refrigerator. The reason we tattoo it on the inside of their eyelids is when they blink, they're going to see our mission statement. And they're going to say, me, you know, doing a shortcut, is that going to provide the most amazing cleaning experience ever, which means better than the one that they did last week while they were in the same house. So each time it has to become a little bit better. So it provides a template for decision-making, so it guides the employees. Number four, it forms the basis for alignment. Um, Our our friend Howard Partridge says vision plus vision equals division. Oh. Okay, so if I have a vision for my company or a mission for my company and I don't do a good job of communicating it to my team and my technician or my general manager might have another vision, well, we have a divided company at that point. We are not a singular one focused company. So uh, it forms the basis for alignment and alignment in a company, I think, is one of the most important things where we're all facing the same direction. We're all going after the same thing. We don't want a divided company. If if you don't know what you're all about, nobody's going to know what you're all about. Yeah. You know, I've been in the real estate business 28 years and I've I've done a lot in the real estate field. I've taught at the college level. I've taught real estate licensing courses. And it always amazes me when I get someone who's a real estate agent, they introduce themselves, they hand me their card and their card says something like, you know, um, Tom Fox, um, ABC Realty. And here's the key specializing in residential, commercial, industrial, rentals, property management, <laughs> leasing. I, what? Sailboat you, you, classes. Yeah, you don't know mobile homes, <laughs> skyscrapers. I juggle, too. You don't know what you are, and yeah. no one else knows what yeah. you are either. Better to be an expert at a laser beam topic than someone who runs around so trying to be everything. So what would a suggestion be instead of that? What would a... Narrow it down. I'm I'm a res. I okay. So take it into my field. We do residential property management and leasing on an annual basis. That's what we do. No vacation rentals. No short term rentals. No commercial properties. That's what we do. And I've heard you on several occasions out out and about where you make that very clear. We don't do this. We don't do that. This is the only thing we do. And so most business owners, they will say, uh, well, I don't want to limit my opportunities. No, what you have just done is you have defined your market. I'm the expert. You're the expert in that area. So I, I learned that from you because you've been very, very intentional about the one thing that you do. And, and, and Keller wrote a good book. Um, uh, one thing. The one thing. 
It's a, it's an amazing book. And so what I do is I help small business owners. I worked owners. for Gary once. Did you really? Gary Keller, yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So really, John is a legend in the whole real estate world. <laughs> I need that autograph. In his own mind. <laughs> well, no, I said it so it's in my mind, and that's all that matters. <laughs> there you go. I've got to say, yeah. though, the engraving, you know, the tattoo on the back of their eyelids, that's something that if you tell them that, they remember that. Absolutely. You know, and they're yeah. going to remember when they're not cleaning the top of the refrigerator what Absolutely. You said. Yeah, you have to be able, a, a great leader is has to be able to paint great word pictures. And word pictures stick in your brain a lot more than just words do. So, um, yeah, so we, we, we really tattoo it on their brain. I mean, it's, it's like we talk. When I first started this whole mission thing, we started talking about it every single day for over a year. We'd say, hey, what's the mission statement? As they're walking out the door, how are you going to fulfill the mission Love statement? That. And we, we focus by – and, and so what it does, it allows you to judge by mission now instead of by emotion. And it gives your employees direction. Ooh, I like and that. And security. Judge yes. by mission, yes. not yes. by emotion. Yeah, yes. because I, I used to get upset whenever there was a mistake made, and I'd say, well, 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 you know, like get in their face about it. Now I'm just saying, hey, what does our mission say? Right. So if you'd like to have help with your mission statement – and in your company, please give me a call, 941-373-1220. Thank you very much. AM 1380, The Biz, The Wall Street Business Network.